0: So welcome back to our Sex Ed for Adults series. We're in our second week. We have a relationship series every February. And so, again, welcome back. And this week, this this month, we're going to be talking about sex. Um, Also, Pastor Greg and I are trying something new. And so if it's your first time here, we're doing something new where we both preach. And so Pastor Greg and I, how this looks like is that we both preach for 15 minutes instead of... One of us preaching for 30 minutes. And we're going to be preaching on two different topics um, based on two different passages, uh, but focused on the same theme. The topics that we're going, going to talk about, kind of like what Pastor Greg had mentioned last week, are going to be explicit. And so, the stuff that we're talking about is rated mature. We want to let you know this is your warning. So if you've got any kids... Teens in the room where you're like, I don't know if they're ready for this yet. Go ahead and send them back to the nursery or walk them downstairs and come back up and join us for, for, uh, for, for today. So last week, our theme that we focused on was God's view of sex. Pastor Greg talked about God's narrow view of sex, and he talked about how that was found in Levit- Leviticus. And I talked about how God's design for sex is for our ultimate good based on how we were created in God's image. Today, our theme is before sex. So, what happens before sex? kind of reminds me, in a funny way, when I was still in my master's program, and I couldn't take any uh, any of my core classes because I had prerequisites. I had to take these basic classes that prepared me to have a more foundational understanding so that when I did go into my core classes I could understand them it could make sense and I think similarly with sex I think there are things that we need to understand before we experience it or else we might mess it up what about you do you think anything needs to happen before sex do you have any prerequisites for sex Maybe you need to clean up, take a shower, get in the mood. What are some things that are necessary to experience so that we can experience great sex? You might be thinking maybe it's foreplay. And while that can help, I think it goes way beyond that. Today, our focus and what I'm going to be focusing on is this idea that there are certain things that if you don't have firmly located in God, you are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity that's a mouthful so let me read that again Okay, our focus is this there are certain things that if you don't have firmly located in God you are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity sometimes it feels like the only thing we're certain about sex is who we want to experience it with but God he has in mind certain things that we need to understand or else again I think we're going to mess it up Specifically, as we dive into today's passage, I think there's four things that God has certain for us, even before we consider who we want to experience sex with. So let's see what these certain things are that God has for us. I'm going to go back to Genesis. I was in Genesis last week. I'm going to be in Genesis again this week. and I think Genesis has so many important references to help us understand relationships, because that's where relationships began. So let's take a look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 18. And this is what it says. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. In this passage, God gives us four certain things that if we are not this, let me say it again. In this passage, God gives us four certain things that if we don't have firmly located in him, we are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity. Now the nice thing is all these four things, they're going to start with a P. So hopefully it, it's, it'll, it'll make it easier for us to all remember. So let's start off with the first thing. The first certain thing we need to have firmly located locating God is place. God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden. Place is important because God provides us with a place to experience Um, to experience opportunities to prepare ourselves for the person that we want to experience sex with. Like Adam, God places us somewhere. These places can be our family, the city that we live in, the school that we go to, even the church that we're a part of. The place that God puts you in provides you with an experience that helps shape who you are, so you can be prepared for the person that God has for you. God places you so that you can learn more about yourself, learn more about others, grow, develop in maturity, build up patience. If we don't want to be in a place that God has put us in, we lose out an opportunity to grow and to understand God's plan for more importantly his plan for sex for us his plan of sex for us so God gives us a place and if we don't have that firmly located in God we are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity ultimately I think the place that God puts us in also leads us to the second certain thing which is purpose when God placed Adam in the garden he gave Adam a purpose Adam's purpose was to take care of the garden. He was preparing Adam to be responsible so he would be capable to take care of himself and the person that God was prepping him for. God is trying to reveal to you his purpose in the place that he has put you in. Ignoring the place that God has put you in can cause you to miss out on the purpose that God has for you. You see, some places that we are that we are that we are in, sometimes they're not the greatest, or they're places that aren't ideal for us. We don't want to be in that place, but our purpose is revealed to us by God, and that helps us grow. The places that we that we are in, sometimes they might stink, but it helps us build character, which is really important in relationships. So God gives us purpose. And if we don't have that firmly located in him, we are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity. The third thing is provision. After blessing Adam with a place and a purpose, God gave Adam provision. God told Adam that he could eat from any tree in the garden as he pleased, with the exception to one. God's provision can be a great indicator that we are exactly where God wants us to be. Let me say that again. I think God's provision can be a great indicator that we are exactly where God wants us to be. I'm reminded about Moses and the Israelites, when God freed them from slavery in Egypt. No one wanted to be a slave anymore. But some of the Israelites thought it was better to be a slave than to be lost in the desert, anticipating their death of starvation, of thirst. I mean, think about it. You're in a desert, so it's like, sure, I think I'd rather be a slave than be in the desert. Now, while they were in the desert, and while that wasn't an ideal place for them, it is exactly the place where God revealed his purpose to them. So he provided them with manna, food that fell from the heavens, and they received provision to survive. Now, in our lives, if we don't see provision for us in the place that we are in, it might be a good indicator that we aren't obeying God's plans for us, which includes his plan for sex. It might be a good indicator that we might misuse it. So God gives us provision, and if we don't have that firmly located in God, we are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity. The last thing is per- parameter. So let's review all the P's that we've talked about so far. We've got place, we've got purpose, and provision. And the last part is that God gave Adam parameters. God tells Adam that he could eat from any tree in the garden except one, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Sometimes we don't like parameters because it feels like we are being limited. We feel like parameters prevent us from being able to fully experience whatever we want to experience. On the other hand, I think God sets parameters for us because he loves us. These parameters help protect us from getting hurt by the things around us. God never intended for parameters to limit us. And instead, he gave us parameters so that we can experience life to the fullest. Imagine if there were no parameters set for life. No gravity, no laws to govern how the earth operated, no laws to kind of govern how our social skills work. I think life itself would be very difficult. So God sets parameters so that we can experience life to its fullest. If there's no parameters... If there's, no, if there's no parameters to how we should experience sex, I think that's where abuse can start to creep in. That's when sex can be exploited. That's when enjoying the things that God created for us can be exploited, where someone benefits at the cost of someone else. So God gives us parameters, and if we don't have that firmly located in him, we are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity. And notice that after God gives Adam these four things, God gives Adam, puts Adam in a place, gives him a purpose, provides provision and gives him, gives him parameter God gives Adam a person in verse 18 it says, the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone, I will make a helper suitable for let's recap what this means for us today again our focus is this there are certain things that if you don't have firmly located in God you are almost guaranteed to misuse sexual activity these four things, place purpose, provision, and parameters must be located in God and they must come before sex in order for us to fully appreciate and to fully enjoy it so what does that mean for you? Are there any of the P's that I listed that are missing in your life? Have you jumped to the person before being in a place, before having a purpose, before experiencing provision and having parameters? If so, which one? And how do you think that affects your understanding of sex versus God's understanding? I think if we could all experience having certain things that are firmly located in God so our place, our purpose our provision and parameters if all those things are firmly located in God I think it would help us allow us to see who we are in God and I think it would allow us to see what God's plan for us is I think sometimes with relationships sometimes um, with sex we jump into it right away And we attach who we are and what we are to the person. And unfortunately, people change. And that can get really confusing to who we are. So there's a sense of we don't know who we are, but God doesn't change. And so in trusting that God provides all we need before sex so that we can experience the best sex, Great thing for all for all of us to experience. Thanks. I'm gonna go ahead and pass over to Pastor Greg for our second part.